What's going on? It's another week of the Triple Option Podcast, talking about more March Madness. Going to reflect on our picks, bold predictions that we made. Mm-hmm. We got some brackets to talk about, and of course, taking a look at what's coming up for Sweet 16 and Elite Eight. Yeah. Because we love March Madness. We sure do. But Kurt doesn't love Kurt March Madness. Kurt hates it. He's watching. So untrue. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching women's March Madness. Yeah. Yeah, that's his thing. Cheering on Mrs. Studebaker. Yep. She is my wife. Skylar Dickens, for those who do not know. Yep. All right, Kurt, you are bracket master for our pool that we are doing, and you also made sure that we got our triple option podcast bracket up on ESPN. So, how are we doing? We're doing all right, especially if you only look at the South bracket. <laughs> <laughs> Some things that we did well uh, predicting Oregon due to the Sweet 16. That's a good pick that I had no uh, part in, actually. That was mostly Kurt. Yeah. I, I will take credit for that. I was actually all over St. Louis. I like. I think I said that a pick. lot of times in the last podcast. When Kurt and I put it together, I betrayed Oklahoma State, who I left in my normal bracket and clearly paying for. Yeah. All right. I know that was a tough matchup, though. Uh, yeah. Other things we did well, picked LaSalle over K-State, although did, we did not have them going any further than that. Yeah, we were all high on Wisconsin. Apparently they can't shoot. Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> Weird. Yeah, we didn't say that. Or anything? No, definitely not. <laughs> I, I mean, I gotta. I mean, it was, as long as we're talking about LaSalle and Wisconsin, I gotta give Mike credit for pointing out Henderson because we thought that they could hang yeah. with them, and the kid went off. And I watched that game. I didn't watch. I game trackered the LaSalle Ole Miss game, and I thought that Ole Miss had it. But yeah, LaSalle came up big. This has been a crazy year for those low seeds. I mean, we said at the start of our last podcast that we were gonna have some crazy stuff that we couldn't predict, but. It's been even more than I thought. Yeah. I think that's that's kind of surprising. I think most people booked this as probably one of the more exciting March Madnesses before it started just because there was no dominant team. And who would have thought you have three 12 seeds win in the opening day. Yeah. There's a 15 and a 13 in the Sweet 16. That's a joke. With a 12 as well. I uh, I listened to the Florida Gulf Coast game on the radio. I was like out traveling. And it was... It was fun to listen to, so I can't even imagine what it was like to watch. We, uh, I was, I was in here one night actually doing a show and uh, was watching the Georgetown game because my brother also had Georgetown in his Elite Eight, and they're just interesting to watch. They are athletic. They yeah. get up, they run, and they dunk. That's uh, that's yeah, that's a good recipe for fun to watch. Yeah, I've watched the majority of both their games, and their point guard is just ridiculous. Things he can do with the ball, he's got incredible court vision. They do a pretty good job on defense turning people over so they get into fast breaks and that point guard has people trailing behind him and he's thrown up a couple of these just ridiculous alley-oop dunks. Nice. Didn't you say he has something like like 20 assists in two games? I think that might be uh, a bit high. I think he had 11 or 12 20, last night. At least 23. 23. In two games. Yeah, I, I remember, I just listened to it, like I said, the San Diego State game with Florida Gulf Coast and uh, it was fun to listen to. I mean, they were just... The announcers were excited. It's like D-list announcers because it's not a high-tier game. Right. But it was still awesome. And they look fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. What else did we get right, Kurt? Uh, we took Cal over UNLV. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one you know, wasn't really that big of a shocker. Uh, we took Minnesota over UCLA. Again, really not that surprising. No, they were favored. Really, uh, as far as our overall bracket, that's about it. Mike at the Mike seems to I don't know if you would have guessed it off the first game, but Mike seems to have gotten Michigan pegged at least somewhat right. I don't know if Michigan over Kansas is going to happen though. Yeah, I'm I pers- definitely not ruling it out. I personally have Michigan over Kansas. I think in our in our 
podcast bracket, we have Kansas winning that game, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But that'll be a great game. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, so I, we got that one right. We still have all four Final Fours and six of our eight Elite Eight. I mean, you can't expect some of the... I mean, what, do we have Georgetown in our Elite Eight, I assume? Georgetown and yes. Wisconsin. I was, I was so high on Georgetown. I mean, big team. They had size, uh, had experience, and it's Georgetown. You figure that they're going to go deep, but not so... Florida Gulf Coast stood in the way. I mean, even if I am with you, even if I decided that they weren't an elite te- elite eight team, the farthest I would have taken them was still the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. I, just, you, I I don't know if there's perfect brackets out there. It has to be by I don't know coin flip, beer pong, whatever. Right. Kurt, wait, you got to tell the people what it, what was that beer pong pick that didn't happen but almost happened? It was in uh, the first first day, right? Yeah, picked Southern to beat Gonzaga. And it, was, it almost happened. It was close. And I, actually, yeah. the bracket had Southern in the Elite Eight. Uh, Smart choice. Yeah, definitely a good pick. We should explain that. We decided that we were going to do, for podcast sake, we are going to compare it. Like, we have Obama's bracket. And what else do we have? No, it's just that in the point flip bracket. I was going to do I, the, the dog food bracket, but I did not get around to it. Thanks, Mike. Sorry. I have failed us again. But we decided we'd do a beer pong bracket, and so Kurt... Put up some cups and shot some balls, and we got a bracket out of it. Yeah. Needless to say, it's not. I don't think it's doing very well, though. Curtis. No. No. No final four teams left. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> well, it'll probably it still beating, be someone. It was beating seventy percent of our pool after day one. Wow. Yeah. I believe I was tied with it after day two. One it, of my brackets it was. was yeah. I did a blind bracket as well. That's what my second bracket is. What is that? They had, uh, what they did was they, it was Wall Street Journal did it. They had, um, like, they didn't give you team names. Okay. They just gave you stats and some things about the teams. Mm-hmm. And you just picked one or the other. Okay. And then it finally gives you a bracket at the very end. What'd you end up coming up with? Oh, I just, can't remember. No? Okay. I'm I mean, just curious I, if you knew your final four teams. It was, uh, I mean, Duke, I could, Florida, Wisconsin, and Miami. That's not terrible. I mean, I'm not... Yeah, they give you seeds, like general seeds, not exact. Okay. Like seed range, so you know okay. that you're not picking some 15 over a 2 because... Although, you're not picking some 16 over a 1 because, so you know, close. it sounds like they're good. Curry, you didn't touch on the fact that we got the Gonzaga upset round right. I did not. We, got- uh, we, we were saying absolute best case scenario for Gonzaga was that they're going to go out in the Sweet 16. Yes. And okay. I actually called them getting beat in the round of 32... Although I thought it would be Pitt, be taking them out. Hmm. So well, we got that right. Got the round right. Team wrong. We we were so close on a few others. Davidson and Marquette, Butler and Marquette. Uh, yeah. You know we we uh, I thought Creighton Duke and Creighton didn't end up being that close, but it was a game for a while. We said I think we said look out for that because McDermott. Kurt touched on Illinois. I think they gave Miami a pretty solid game, though Richardson couldn't shoot. Yeah. Basically, it was the turbo shoes, though. Yeah. I got a text from Kurt before that game. I'm seeing a lot of turbo shoes on Miami. I mean, it's basically like a visor in football or the AI sleeve. Right. If yeah. you're rocking them, you're going to win. You, yeah. The turbo shoes, really, that's just instant win. Pretty much. Well, we talked a little bit about Kansas-UNC. That game was pretty close. I was pretty impressed with the way Kansas turned it on in the second half. I watched the second They're half of that game. They were definitely the better team. Yeah. It was just one of those, I don't know, slow sluggish starts or whatever. 
The other thing that impressed me too is Duke got in a lot of foul trouble and still managed to put away Creighton. I believe Plumley went went out with his fourth foul like three minutes into the second half. I think Kelly had four fouls early in the second half as well. I was pretty I impressed. Think by Kelly that. played very well all in the game. Couldn't shoot very well. It yeah. seems like he's kind of struggled since he came back came against back. Miami. He might not be a hundred percent. That's true. So I don't know. Let's move on. Obviously, we've got another couple rounds of games coming up this weekend. Do we? My bracket's already taken enough damage. I know. I know. I kind of just want to stop following my own bracket. Um, I've I've already given away the the uh, money that I'm going to lose. I've just planned on that being gone. Yeah, I mean, your blind bracket is doing better than your, your normal submission. Is it really? Yep. Wow. Oh, man. I think Obama... Kurt sent out the brackets the other day. I think Obama's ahead of all of us, but like two people. Yeah, he would be in the money, I believe, in our bracket. Like he yeah, does. But I mean, it's been a pretty chalky tournament as far as we've had our upsets. Obviously, we've got three double-digit uh, seeds. It's but been the chalky. Round, Are you sure? The second about... round was incredibly chalky. Are you okay? I'm. Yes, I'm perfectly okay. The second okay. round was chalky. Is that second is that round true? was chalk? Oregon we had two upsets. Oregon beat St. Louis. What's the other one? There's a 13 over a 12. <sighs> Big upset. That's huge upset. Big upset. That's a huge upset. Oh, you there's Golf Coast. There's more than yeah. There's three because Oregon beat St. Louis. That's also an upset. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move there's, on. Yeah. So the second round was chalky. All right. So let's move on. Uh, we are in the Sweet 16. We've got some decent games. I mean, we talked about them a little bit. I'm pretty pleased with the matchups actually. Yeah. I mean, there are a couple that could end up being blowouts, but. Oh, do you have like one that you're looking forward to more than any other? I mean, I'm excited to watch Florida Gulf Coast, Florida. Okay. Just because it's crazy, crazy game. And then I think Michigan, Kansas is the other one that I'm really pumped for. Yeah, I like both of those. Uh, hard not to get excited for Duke K and Michigan State. Yeah, that's another I mean, with one. the two coaches. And mm-hmm. I'm personally really excited for Oregon, Louisville. They both play really similar styles. Yeah. And I'm kind of because I don't feel like Louisville's been challenged at all, and Oregon's clearly been on a mission. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're out out for blood. So for sure. I think that'll be a good one. Curtis, games that you're you looking guys, forward to. You guys pretty much covered it. It's for me. It's Kansas, Michigan, Duke, Michigan State, and I'm just going to be cautiously watching the Florida game. Yeah, I mean, I'm nervous. That could turn out to be like a women's basketball score, like 85 to 33 or something. Florida Gulf Coast of 85. Yeah, of course, of course. But, I mean, there's a couple other good ones. Arizona, Ohio State. That one I think will actually be pretty good. I think that the for whatever, you know, has there ever been a, a tournament where a conference has been so badly underseated? I mean, I don't think Cal was a 12. Oregon clearly isn't a no. 12. Arizona's probably not a 6. I mean, I guess, what are they, is that their, it's only those three in the Sweet 16, right? Cal didn't make it. They got beat by Qs. Oh, right. So only the two from the Pac-12. But still, that's decent. Yeah. From a conference that, I mean, I was down on them. I think I said a number of times that the Pac-12 was terrible in the last podcast. Yeah, I think we were all generally down. Not, I don't know if down, but didn't I mean, think they would do all that well. Go, yeah, I mean, but and Kurt and I talked about it, too. There were several broadcasters that were saying the Pac-12 was going to go 0-5 the opening day. Uh, I don't know about that. I did not agree with it either. But yeah. yeah I mean, was, they, they got two. I'm not, I'm not real sure Arizona belonged. You're talking about the two teams they beat were Belmont and Harvard. That's true. Haven't really faced too much of a challenge yet. Although, I don't know. New Mexico. Steve Alford's a good guy, but... Yeah, I think I agree with Mike on that. I don't know if New Mexico offers much more in terms of resistance. I mean, you, yeah, you take away the number next to their name, and I'm not more scared of New Mexico than Belmont. 
No, nobody's excited for Wichita State LaSalle. I mean, I'm probably gonna watch it. Don't get me wrong, but Kurt, you didn't mention your your upset pick that you uh, got for the Sweet 16. You're not gonna be watching Q's IU. Yeah, I mean, I'll be watching that game. I'm frustrated that Temple didn't get the job done. I mean, they led start to finish. Speaking of that matchup, do you think that I know you obviously picked Q's? But what do you think about that? Because I, I didn't get to watch very much of the game, but I was told that Temple's defense is kind of a matchup zone. And, of course, Q's plays the infamous 2-3. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's going to be very similar. I expect it to be a pretty ugly game, just like it was in the Indiana-Temple game. And, I mean, if, if Indiana struggled against Temple, now you're getting like a real zone defense. So, I, I don't know. I don't expect IU to have as much luck. We'll see. Do you think the days off help, though? I mean, I, Temple and Syracuse don't play the same type of zone, but you you rough one out against Temple and you get a few days off before you play again. That that shows a lot of faith in Tom Crean. I'm not saying I, I say that. I'm asking. I'm just, I, I know. I'm just answering your question with, I don't think that that's going to help that much. No? I'm just, I, mean, I can see it helping them, but the issue that I have is that Aheim's a better coach, so yeah. if anyone's going to benefit more from having the extra time, it's going to be Syracuse. Yeah, I agree. I think I'd I agree with that. What about Miami Marquette? We haven't said anything about that game. I think Miami wins that going away. I I want Marquette to lose. They've ruined two upset picks. I mean, I like. I mean, I don't have any problem with Marquette. Their players are Buzz Williams. I think they're all you know. It's a classy program, but I don't see. I don't see them. I mean, a lot of people had them losing in the first round and in the second. Yeah, I'm with Mike. I don't think that they've they've won two really close games, and when it comes to clutch, I don't know if you can beat Miami right now. Larkin hit a killer three to put IU Illinois away. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, that was a dirty shot. I just I don't know. Miami seems kind of destined for a deep run. Not to say they'll win it, but the season they're putting together is just impressive. Yeah, Larkin's one of those Kemba Walker type players of destiny kind of thing. It's starting to look like it. I could see that. I don't think I don't think that game will be that close. I mean, it might in terms of score, it might be a decent game, but I just I don't. That's my least likely upset in that round. I think. I was just gonna say. So, out of the double digit seeds that we have, who do you see going the furthest? I mean, Oregon, LaSalle, and Florida Gulf Coast. You gotta say LaSalle, right? Right. I mean, they face Wichita State. Yeah. I mean, Oregon could give Louisville a game, but I think Louisville ends up pulling it out. I think so too. Uh, it, LaSalle could beat Wichita State for sure. I agree. That's not. I mean, that's not a huge upset in my mind. And I mean, maybe if I mean, I've we talked about Florida being inconsistent. Maybe Florida comes out and looks a little flat because they're playing a fifteen, and Florida Gulf Coast. I mean, we've seen it. They've beaten a two and a seven. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, those are Georgetown and San Diego State are good teams. So who knows? But I don't. I mean, I'm. I wouldn't be confident at all in picking that game. I still think Florida will win it. I don't. I I think that yeah, I'm right there with you. Mostly because of the past game with with Minnesota. I thought that after the way that the bracket unfolded, Florida looked like they came out and wanted to prove that this that Minnesota wasn't going to be in this game at all yeah. and just ran them out. They could do the same to Florida Gulf Coast for sure. I mean, well, they've got some time to prepare for them now too. You've got you know, minimum two games that you can study. Yeah, I mean, you have a pretty to, solid coach. You have to think that San Diego State went in. I mean, obviously you plan for your first round game the most, but you have to think a little bit about your second round matchup before you go into it because you have so long between the end. Well, I guess not that long, but you have a while before between your conference tournament. And so, you you know, you kind of prep a little bit because it's what the selection shows Sunday night. 
And then you get you have the first games are Thursday. Thursday. The play games are Tuesday and Wednesday, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, you have a few days. Yeah. That brings up that's a good... valid, but they'd be preparing for Georgetown, right? Not yeah, Florida you... Gulf Coast. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's why Florida Gulf Coast may have been able to take San Diego State off guard. That oh, okay. uh, that brings up a good question. How much of a effect do you think it there is between that opening weekend and this next weekend? Do you think that coaching is where this the big difference between the round of 32 and the Sweet 16? Yeah, I mean, kind of momentum dies off a little bit now. You can win your first game, and then you're so high on that from a, a single weekend that you can win that second game. Now you have to have the players and the, the coach for sure. Okay. So based on that, what team do you think is? I mean, you you've stated that you don't like Tom Crean, so we already we already don't like the matchup for IU. We like Q's zone against them. So does that mean? I don't. Know, is there another matchup besides that one where you think someone's going to get drastically outcoached? No, I mean, I mean the good coaches are kind of facing. I mean, Chesky and Izzo are facing each other. I think Patino's going to outcoach Oregon. Right. I mean, what else? I don't know. Which anything about Wichita State or LaSalle really? Arizona's coach is pretty young. You you give him yeah, a shot against Mata. Mata. Uh, I like Mata. You like Mata? Yeah. Kurt, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm I'm with Mike. Uh, the Kansas Michigan one is pretty interesting. Okay. Yeah, Beeline's he's an interesting guy. Billy Self got his 300th win against UNC. That's actually, I mean, that's a, that's an impressive feat. Yeah. William Hall, William Self. William Self. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like Kansas in that game just because they've got more tournament experience. They had that deep run last year. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm a little biased because I took them in most of my pools. I, I just I think that's going to be one of the better games. I think Michigan seems like they found themselves. Especially, I mean, they ran VCU just out of the building. Yeah, and a lot of people had VCU going deep. I mean, I had VCU. I didn't have VCU over Kansas, but I had VCU against Kansas. I think my brother had VCU over Kansas. So, I mean, a lot of people were picking them. Yeah. So, it's it's an impressive win to me. I don't it, know. It, it should be a good game. I mean, Michigan has... They both have lottery picks on their team. Yeah. And that's what you want in a, in a game like that. I'd rather watch a game like that than... I mean, obviously, there are great players at both Duke and Michigan State, but it's those are more... Programs college. as opposed to teams? Right. But with Kansas and Michigan, you've got some incredible players. That's a good. That's a good point. That Macklemore kid that. from Kansas, and then Trey all, Burke is a beast. Trey Burke, uh, Hardaway's, yeah, Glenn Robinson the third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robinson's playing well this tournament too. He came I, back. He, he was kind of gone during the regular season. How do we not? How does Purdue not pick up like the son of the greatest player in Purdue's history? I don't know. You ask. I mean, how did they not pick up Gary Harris from Michigan State? His mom holds records at yeah. Purdue. Yeah, I don't get it. So do we want to make some predictions then going forward? All right, so let's go ahead and do some predictions for the uh, Sweet 16 games. Um, Blair, we'll start in the south bracket, and I'll just read down to you and let you pick, all right? Sounds good. Uh, Louisville, Oregon. Louisville. Uh, Michigan State, Duke. I think I'm going to go with Michigan State because I don't think Duke's playing very well. Okay. But the the, the caveat to that is uh, what's um, the point guard status for Michigan State? Yeah, Appling was hurt. Appling got Ooh. hurt against Memphis. Yeah. So... If yeah, if he's, he's out, then you got to take Duke. There, I mean, I think, think you got to. I don't know right. how much. How much factor do you think home court plays in March Madness? I mean, Indy isn't necessarily, but for Duke, uh, yeah, I don't. Nothing. There's I don't know. Duke fans everywhere. I just think that I don't know. Being in Indy's Big Ten country, does Big Ten fans cheer for Michigan State in that pod? I, I don't know. With how classy IU fans are, you never know. That's true. <laughs> would Would you, as a Purdue fan, cheer for Michigan State if you yeah, were down there? Absolutely. I think I would too. Over Duke. 
Yeah, I would over definitely over Duke. What if it was Michigan State, Louisville? Do you cheer? I mean, everyone's gonna be cheering I, for Oregon I, down I, there. I still, I still think conference loyalty goes over. Okay. I mean, except for IU. I cheer. I'll cheer against anyone against IU. I think I'd, I, I assume think I'd 100% that 100 percent agree with. That. I assume that Michigan fans are the same way. Like if there were Michigan fans in Indy, they would cheer against Michigan State. I mean, that's not as much of a hatred in terms of rivalry. Okay. But like Ohio State fans wouldn't cheer for Michigan. Probably not. In that sort of fashion. Nobody should just cheer for IU is what we're coming right, to, right? Basically, IU sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's okay. move on. So I, I got Oregon. And then if Appling, even if he's hurt and plays, I think it's it's a big deal. But I don't know. I'm going to go with Michigan State still, though. Okay. Uh, Wichita State LaSalle. I think I'm going to go with LaSalle. I don't, okay. I don't know much about either team, yeah. but I feel like LaSalle is playing better. Like, I, don't get me wrong, Wichita State beat Gonzaga, but the 16 seed almost beat Gonzaga. Yeah. That's, it seems like a, that one seems like a toss up to me for sure. I think so. I think I'd agree with that. I don't, either one could come out of there and I'd be like, okay, sure. Right. Arizona versus Ohio State. Okay. I think I didn't get to watch a whole lot of this game because this is the early one. I think I want to pick Ohio State. I'm going to pick Ohio State. But I feel very nervous about this one. I think Arizona could get them. Okay. Because Aaron Kraft is playing insanely well, and I think that's why Ohio State's made this run. Now, if Aaron Kraft can't shoot all of a sudden, who else steps up besides Deshaun Thomas? Right. Well, in that quarter of the bracket is out to screw you anyways. So. It, it pretty much is. And, I mean, Arizona, let's not forget, was ranked top 10 most of the early part of the year. Yeah. And then got into the Pac-12, which everyone thinks is bad. Maybe it's just better and beat up on everyone. Yeah, I mean, we've tried to make that argument for the Big Ten for years. So maybe it's the same thing with the Pac-12. Yeah, I mean, Oregon, Oregon's in the Sweet 16 as well, so... Yeah. Okay, to the other side of the bracket. Uh, Kansas, Michigan. I think I'm going to pick Michigan. Really? I think I'm going to. Steal my thunder? I think I'm going to steal your thunder. That's all right. Uh, Florida, Florida Gulf Coast. I mean, I don't know how you say... I'm, I'm going to pick Florida Gulf Coast. Because you're going to pick Florida and think... I'm, I'm going with Gulf Coast. Okay. I'm I mean, thinking they're going to ride the high. Yeah, who knows? Uh, Indiana, Syracuse. Q's all the way. Oh, nice. Marquette, Miami. I think it's going to be Miami. I think that might be the ugliest game. Yeah, I can I can see that. Unless Florida Gulf Coast comes out flat or whatever. Yeah, I mean, the only other one I would consider is if Louisville just flat out runs Oregon off. Uh, that just could, figures that it could out. have happened too, but I think that I think that Miami's going to crush Marquette. I think so too. All right, Kurt, I'm going to do the same thing for you. Uh, we'll okay. just go down and get your picks. Louisville, Oregon. I like Louisville. I think yeah. they're pretty similar teams. Louisville just does it better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Michigan State, Duke. I like Duke. I watched the majority of that Creighton game. They absolutely shut down McDermott. So yeah. It was pretty impressive to watch. And that was with Ryan Kelly just doing nothing. He scored one point. Uh, Michigan State is much less of a one-man show, though. I mean, that could... I Adrian know, Payne, I don't know who watched the Memphis game, but Payne has turned it on in the tournament. It's yeah. pretty impressive for a guy his size what he can do with the ball. Not yeah. so much handling, but he can shoot and so on and so forth. Right. Yeah, their front court in general has played really well because Nix has had some great games. They're big boys, How too. How is Nix still... He's another one of those guys. How does he still play NCAA basketball? I don't know. It's it, their, their front court has become very impressive. Nix oh. has developed some... They're both like 6'10", 260. Yeah, they're big boys. big boys. I mean, I remember it was... I think it was Nix. It may have been Payne. A year or two ago, he, they couldn't stay on the floor because they were just winded after two minutes. Yeah. Nix is the bigger of the two, so yeah, it probably was him. It was him. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I still like Duke in that game. Especially if Appling still has some shoulder issues. Yeah, I it's mean, a big that's, question that's mark. definitely throws that game a little more off kilter. Wichita State LaSalle, Kurt. Kurt's the stat man. He should definitely know who's going to win uh -huh. in this one. I mean, Wichita is minus four, but 
I don't know. Come on, Kurt. I'm going to go with the Explorers. Go LaSalle. Right. <laughs> I'm going with the Explorers. <laughs> All right. Arizona, Ohio State. You know, I kind of like Arizona. Yesterday, when I first saw the line, I was kind of leaning towards Ohio State. Ohio State's minus three and a half. I originally was expecting to see it like six or seven. But Arizona's played fairly well. I know they haven't had to play anybody yet, but yeah. they controlled both of those games. That's true. Ohio State struggled against Iowa State. Okay. All right. I, I, hope, I'm, I hope I'm wrong because I took Ohio State at least to the Final Four. Yeah. I think we all did, right? I have them coming out of there for sure. I also do. So I want points in that bracket. That literally is the only thing I can score in that bracket yeah. now. <laughs> all right. Kansas, Michigan. I think I like Kansas. That's that's going to be. I think we've already agreed on this. This that's the game. Yeah. Of the Sweet Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take Kansas. With he has just been absolutely insane. Yeah, and he's he's something else. He's the next Cole Aldrich. Except I think he'll actually translate in the NBA. Cole, yeah, I think's been a backup. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's been terrible. Yeah. I was just assuming that Withy would be bad too. I think Withy is a little bit better offensively. Okay. Again, it always it just depends on the team. Yeah, too. you never know. Anyways, uh, Florida, Florida Gulf Coast. I like Florida. Oh, what a what a surprise! Yeah, uh, I mean they were my Final Four pick. So clearly that pick is wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely wrong. Uh, I, I just think that Gulf Coast won a couple games, and, and like we said, it, it comes down to coaching preparation, actually having the talent. Which not to say the Gulf Coast isn't talented. I've watched their games. They've got some talented kids on that team. I don't think it's going to be enough. Yeah. Indiana Cues. I like Cues. Yeah, you've explained that a number of times, I think. But he has an Indiana championship bracket, so we didn't. We weren't sure. We weren't sure. Yeah. Marquette, Miami. I like Miami. I think it's going to be closer than you guys are saying, only because Marquette's games have come right down to the wire. Mm hmm. But I, I like Miami. Okay. Those are your picks. They're picks. All right, so They're who picks. do you like? Mike, yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go Louisville over Oregon. Okay. I'm going to go Duke over Michigan State as well. Dang it. Just because of Appling. I mean, if, I, if Appling I were definitely that. 100%, I would go Michigan State. But I just, that scares me. When your point guard gets hurt, it's like Kalen Lucas a couple years ago. Yeah, but then they, Michigan State always has another guy. That's what I like. Yeah, but is, so are, they, an, are they ready? I guess is the. I don't know. I don't, I, I mean, they, they are clearly not a one-man team. I'm going no, to buy into it. Okay. I'm going to go Wichita State over LaSalle. But not the Explorers? I'm not. No. No. LaSalle, <laughs> sponsored by Ford. You're going with the Shockers? I'm going with the Shockers. Got to take the Shockers over the Explorers. I'm going to go Ohio State over Arizona, just because that's my, again, that's my last-ditch hope for anything coming out of that bracket. Yeah. Uh... I'm going to go Michigan over Kansas. I took that in my personal bracket, and I'm sticking to it. I like the. Ta- I mean, I love the talent at Michigan. I think that they'll. I think they'll find a way to win that one. Uh, Florida, Florida Gulf Coast. Do my it. heart says Florida Gulf Do Coast. It. Do it. My head says Florida. Your head's wrong. Your head made your bracket. My head did make my bracket, so I'm going Florida <laughs> Gulf Coast. <laughs> I mean, I I could not have been more wrong about most of my picks. I'm probably going to be wrong on all eight of these, and just give up entirely on college basketball forever if you get if you're wrong on all eight of these i'd be rather impressed because louisville losing yeah and well you got a few more to make but louisville losing would really surprise me um i have man don't you do it don't you do it i 
I'm taking Cuse over Indiana. I don't feel good at all about that. Really? Can yeah. you explain? Because we like the zone matchup. Yeah, I mean, the zone matchup is is something. I You know, I think that it's going to be overblown. That zone has fallen apart a number of times, and Jim Beheim is not the most... Uh, he doesn't always get it done this deep into the tournament. I mean, are, am I totally wrong here? See, it's funny you say that. I was talking to my dad the other day about this exact thing because I said I think the zone's going to give IU problems because I think they're mostly what happens is you get teams that collapse on Cody and then they swing the ball and somebody shoots or somebody cuts and he said well I think that argument's overblown because if that was the case and teams weren't used to it because I said you know the Big East is used to it so they struggle in the conference because it is the Big Mm -hmm. East and they get to the tournament and nobody's seen it before and then they give people problems he said well if that's the case they'd make the sweet 16 multiple times this is their fourth birth in five years so okay well maybe then I just am a little bit crazy. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much further they've this, gone. Past I just have that, this notion in my head that Jim Beheim tends to struggle after the first weekend. I do not know their history. I don't know if how if they've gotten past this. I remember I they know. were in the Sweet Sixteen the first year that Butler went to the championship because Butler shot out of the zone. Yeah. Because I mean, Gordon Hayward. Well, yeah, he's beast. I don't know. I just. I think it depends on what you feel with the Temple game. I personally don't think that they'll be able to adjust, and I don't think they can shoot. It's just my opinion. I think that they're much more athletic than most of the teams in the Big Ten, and Cody's just such a special player that it alters the way defenses are played, and that's just my opinion. Yeah, I guess, uh, I mean, I'm taking Cuse, but it's under great duress from the two of you. (laughs) (laughs) Because if I took IU, you'd destroy me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm taking Miami over Marquette. We've talked about it. I think that Miami's going to win that one big. Okay. Those are my picks. So, not to expose our bias, what is the likelihood that you think that the Big Ten gets four teams, the four teams advancing this weekend? Okay, so IU would beat Q's. Michigan Michigan over Kansas. Kansas, That's a possibility. Ohio State over Arizona. And Michigan State over Duke. Ooh. I I I don't think there's much chance at all that all four go. Okay. Uh I think there's a solid chance that two that two go. I mean I think that Michigan and Indiana are the two or Michigan and uh, Ohio State are the two most likely. Do you give it any chance that none of them make it? I I mean there's a ch- I guess there's a chance. It's the same for me as all four making it. I just don't see it happening. What do you think, Kurt? I think two is probably the magic number. Yeah. I think I don't know. it wouldn't surprise me if three went if IU, Ohio State and either Michigan or Michigan State ended up winning. Okay. It'll be interesting. Uh, just to kind of add a little bit more in, uh, Vegas lines for the games. Yeah. Uh-huh. Indiana is minus five and a half. Really? I really like Hughes' line there. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, Miami, minus five and a half. Okay. Ohio State, minus three and a half. Wichita State, minus four. I don't know how you make a line on that. Yeah. I mean, I guess the Sharps know a lot more about these teams than we do. I'd like to see their brackets then. Yeah, right. <laughs> Florida Gulf Coast. <laughs> What's that? Uh, Louisville minus 10. That's too much. Yeah. I, I I would put money on on Oregon keeping it within 10. I think so. Duke minus 2. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Kansas minus 2. Also fine with that. Yeah. Florida minus 13. Oof, way too much. No, no. Yes. If Florida's going to win, it's going to be a blowout. I don't think that so. That game is not it, It's not going to be close if Florida wins it. We'll see. It's March Madness. Yeah. Do I mean, they guys, were, uh, sorry, Greg, they were 16 underdogs, I believe it was, to Georgetown. They're eight-point 
underdogs yesterday. Didn't they? They beat Georgetown by. They beat both Georgetown and San Diego State by double digits, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, there's some free throw shooting at the yeah, end. Yeah, that's that always comes into play. I'm just saying. Because if you're talking about the Big Ten, or we were before Kurt gave us the lines, do you think the Big Ten has to win a championship to secure the statement it's the best conference this year? Because I was talking to my dad about this, and he says, well, you know, it looks like it in regular season, but nobody's done anything since Michigan State won in 2000. I mean, they've had a few teams get close, but because, you know, Big Ten is one of those those beating mats. Like, everyone said, oh, well, why don't you win in the tournament? Yeah. I, uh... I think that they can still claim that they're the best conference if uh, an outlier wins. But if it's a Big East team, or an, yeah, if it's a Big East team, even though the Big East is dying, then I think that that conference is still. So even what if they get to the finals and lose? What if it's like Louisville versus Indiana? And Louisville ends up winning. Yeah. I mean, you can still make claim. People can argue anything. Right. I mean, I think the only way the Big Ten can make an outright claim to be the best conferences if a Big Ten team ends up winning. So they have to win. Kurt, what do you think? I think it depends on matchups going forward and what the Final Four composition is. Let's just get four Big Ten teams. teams I was cheering for that. Let's get all four in. We can still do that, right? Yeah, they're all in different brackets. It's time. All four Big Ten teams? Yeah, it's like the SEC in football. Could you imagine how many people would click off if all four Big Ten yeah. teams got in? Well, it'd be like 45 to 40 in the final four games. And it'd just be like the Big Ten tournament all over yeah. again. Except <sighs> no Wisconsin. Stupid Wisconsin. Later, idiots. Stupid. The Grinch failed me. The Grinch the failed Grinch me. Sucks. The Grinch sucks. <laughs> you know, for what it's worth, we got that pod. That was something that we didn't super touch on in the, that we mentioned last podcast. You didn't like... Wisconsin in the second day because of Bo Ryan and yeah. Kurt and I said you shouldn't pick K-State because of Bruce Weber and both lost in the yeah, first round. Right. Oh man. Speaking of coaches, you guys do you guys want to touch on the firings? You want to save it and wait and let's, see? Let's I mean we could just I mean Ben Howland is getting fired, Tubby Smith's getting fired. I don't think we I don't really want to discuss it too much right now. Do you want to start the Shaka Smart rumors then? Yeah, Shaka Smart is going to both UCLA and Minnesota. <laughs> that's, He's coaching both programs. That's I don't, They're going do, to meet in the national championship does, game next year. How does that work? <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just leave it to me. Do you he's think gonna, that, he's going to live halfway in between the uh-huh. two campuses? Yeah, so it's like somewhere in Wyoming. <laughs> I think you got to go a little farther south. Somewhere in Utah? Nevada? No, not Nevada. No, like not Nebraska, but like, I don't know. Because Minnesota. UCLA's. Los Angeles is low, right? Yeah. So like that, so yeah, I don't know. Kansas someone, may actually be in the middle. Someone he's gonna live in Lawrence. So he's also gonna <laughs> he's replace gonna, Billy Self. He's gonna live with <laughs> William Self. <laughs> They're gonna be roommates. It's gonna be a sitcom. <laughs> but seriously, do you see Shaka Smart leaving VCU? Uh huh. Not for either of those programs. Not for UCLA. That's an interesting no. debate that we'll have to have another time. Do you think that the Florida Gulf Coast guy is the next Shaka Smart or the Wichita State or LaSalle I think that, guys? I think that whoever's, I don't know his name, but who the guy coaching Florida Gulf Coast is going to be at either UCLA or Minnesota next season. I think it's a All fair I know statement. Is his first name is Andy. They keep chanting it after the game. Andy Reid. So we can call him Andrew. Andrew. No, the best one was Kurt. Who was the one you asked me the other day? I don't know if I'm going to find it. Buzzard. It was Buzz Williams. Buzz oh. Williams' first name has to be Buzzard, right? <laughs> Buzzard. <laughs> Buzzard Williams. 
Well, I think that about does it for us uh, on this week's episode of the Triple Option. Uh, thanks for listening again. It's been a lot of fun. We're, al- we're also going to get our, all our podcast picks right, right? Well, yeah, every single one of them. Every single one of them. We're going to get it right by getting them all wrong. <laughs> we're jinxing ourselves. Jinxing ourselves. <laughs> and don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's Because we're cool. open for suggestions for debate topics as well. Yeah, please hit us up with those because we love talking about just about anything. And uh, I mean, Kurt loves women's tennis. Yeah, he is a fan of women's tennis. Anyways, uh, it's been fun. Uh, Mike Monday. Blair Gunther. Kurt Studebaker. Thanks.